one of the most beautiful gifts we have in this passing world of ours are our friends. Family, yes, but not only family, but our friends. And often in family, we can't find our friends, so we look for friends outside of family, and we find them, and we're blessed. And most of us can count on one hand, we say, the number of true friends I have. Not just colleagues or associates or people I know or people with whom I'm friendly. No, true friends. They have their best interest for me and I for them, and we want the good for each other. We support each other. We listen carefully. We understand. We're compassionate to each other. They know us. And sometimes they know us better than we know ourselves. We can call them. We can call on them. And they help us. That's a friend. And as time goes on, we lose our friends. Maybe they move away, or we move away, or circumstances change. Or maybe they die. Or sometimes they, they get married, and marriage sometimes changes friendship, right? Once you're married, Sometimes you can't keep up with your old friends because now you have a wife or husband or family. New kinds of friends, different friends. All this is so true. We know it universally from caveman to the present. God ordered friendship as a natural good for us. We need friends in order to be joyful in this life. If that's true in the natural order, what the church proclaims is altogether more true in the supernatural order. We need friends in heaven. These aren't just names of past figures, of people who did great things or people who suffered martyrdom. Not just history. We're not just remembering the saints. No, we're calling upon them. We're calling upon our friends in heaven. And they have great power. They are true friends. Many critics of Catholic Christianity say, you know, the saints, this all gets so weird. Why don't you just go right to Jesus? You don't need Mary. You don't need the angels and the saints and all those. No, Jesus is your direct line. You don't need these other people to intercede for you. No, that's not true. We need friends in this life, and we need friends in heaven now. And this is the great communion of saints that we proclaim every time we say our creed. The communion of saints. They're all around us. They're here. They're waiting for you to call upon them. Millions and millions. Those canonized, and most of us know at least one or two people in our lives who really were very, very holy. We can call upon them too. They intercede for us. When I'm trying to find a parking space in Washington, which is often such a great crisis. It's not easy. And I get impatient, and I get angry sometimes at the fact that there's so many cars and not enough parking. That's a moment when I call on St. Anthony. Anthony, the patron for lost articles, but he's become a great friend for parking spaces. <laughs> call on him. Anthony, Anthony, look around. What was lost must now be found. And he comes through. I am not kidding. 
Now, there are occasions when Anthony doesn't come through. He may be too busy, or maybe I'm not being nice about it. So I jack it up a little bit to the next level, and that's to St. Jude, the patron for desperate cases. My point is that there's a lot of humor with the saints in their lives, and their stories are fascinating when you read the lives of the saints. But again, not just history, not just figures of the past. Powerful intercessors even now for the most simple things like parking or lost articles or to find that right relationship. These are men and women who represent various needs that we all have, and we can turn to them as patrons and patronesses of this or that. This is not just mythology, not just storybook stuff. They are very powerful, just as you are powerful, just as friends are powerful. So we call upon our friends in heaven. Saints of God, come to our aid, assist us in our need, and at this hour, pray for us that we too might be counted one day with you among all the saints.